When you start to feel like things should have been better this year, remember the mountains and the valleys that got you here. They are not accidents, and these mountains weren't in vain. You are not the same. You have grown, and you are growing. You are breathing. You are living. You are wrapped in endless, boundless grace, and things will get better. There is more to you than yesterday. Morgan Harper Nichols. Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to another Coffee Talk podcast episode. Today I am back. It is just the good old original me here talking to you. No interview going today, but I hope you guys enjoyed the last few episodes where I interviewed other people. That's something that I want to start doing a lot more on my podcast. So that was my first time ever trying it and it was super fun. I was super thankful to Megan, Mike, Jacqueline, and Larissa for coming on my podcast. And I want to hear who else you guys want me to interview. So feel free to let me know. But as for today, um, it's just us chilling. And I figured that we could do a little check-in for the year because if you're listening to this on July 1st or even thereafter, we are officially over the halfway point of 2019, which is kind of crazy to me because I feel like this year is going really, really fast. And I mean, like we can jump fully into that in just a minute, but just in general, I feel like I blinked and all of a sudden it was July, but I'm kind of okay with it in a weird way. At the same time though, knowing that it is actually like the exact point of halfway through the year, I feel like it's also just like a really good time to kind of check in with New Year's resolutions, maybe some New Year's goals, just in general, just to like check in, see where life is at, you know, just elaborate on the things that we maybe didn't see coming that happened, maybe the things that we were hoping for that we didn't quite get yet, things that we're working on, all of that good stuff. So hopefully you guys have a warm beverage or a nice big gallet of water. I am currently trying to drink my water intake for the day and I've already had two coffees. So I'm going to be super chatty, but I'm going to be drinking water on my end of things because... Also too, I don't know why I'm explaining this. Anyways, I'm going to take a big old sip and then we're just going to jump in. Can you tell I'm a little rusty? (laughs) It was so much easier interviewing other people and just being like, so tell me more about that. But anyways, I am feeling chatty today and I'm super excited to check in on the year too because I feel like, like I mentioned, this year to me has felt very fast. It's felt very default mode me really wants to say overwhelming, but I feel like that's not necessarily putting such a positive spin on things. And I really don't, while it is overwhelming, don't get me wrong, I also feel like this year has been very like building. Like I feel like it's been putting a lot of foundations down. And I think that any year that feels that way can feel a little fast or feel a little like shifty, maybe even a little overwhelming in a way, because when you feel like the world or you're like the ground you're standing on is kind of shifting around beneath you, it's very like destabilizing. So I feel like that's how 2019 has felt for me anyways. And just that destabilizing feeling, it's kind of exciting. I'm someone that really likes change. So I feel like part of me kind of loves loves the thrill of being like, ooh, like what's happening? Like things are changing. This is a fun time to try new things. But I also feel like it also can trigger a lot of anxiety for me. So where I'm just like, ah, I feel like I'm not settled. I feel like I'm not safe. I don't feel fully secure. And that just makes me feel really overwhelmed. And so it's been a mixture of feelings 2019 so far. And I feel like looking back on it, I can see things that I was questioning at the beginning of the year that now I'm like, okay, I can see how this is all panning out and it's all starting to make sense. And it's really 
redefining, I guess, my faith in, I don't want to get like too, you know, hippy dippy, but I guess my faith in believing that like everything happens for a reason and that timing just has a way with things. I feel like with checking in on 2019 too, it's like a good feeling when you check in on the year and you're happy for the things that did happen. And I feel like that is a really important kind of mindset to go into checking in on your year because when you're going into it, giving your brain the task to look for all of the amazing, great things that did happen, it's going to kind of cushion any sort of remorse that might come when you start to look into the things that maybe didn't get done yet. Because I mean, a lot of the times when things didn't get done, it's because we were busy doing other things. It wasn't because we were sitting around and like waiting for things to happen for us. So when you go into it being like, okay, what happened this year? Like what was really cool? What did you enjoy? What you know, new moves did you make? Did you accomplish anything? Did you have a really cool experience that just shifted who you are as an individual? And just write those things down. I feel like having that fresh in your mind is a really good way to not only, I guess, check in on the year and really be like, wow, like there has been some really cool things that have happened this year. But it's also a really good way, I think, too, to keep the focus on the good and take that energy into what you want to work on. Because then when you dip into things like, oh, I had this project or this hobby that I wanted to get into and I definitely just like backburnered that and haven't dipped into it yet, you're going to be going at it with like a feeling of inspiration because you're coming from all of the good things that are going on in your life. So you're going to be like, oh, I want to take that little goodness and sprinkle that over here into this like un you know soiled plant or un, unfed plant i guess you want to start like watering that part of your garden and i feel like it's just a much more positive way to look at things for me i know i started this year feeling like it was going to be a busy year and it's definitely panning out correct but at the same time now that i'm checking in i'm trying to look at my year not as like okay what things have i not touched yet i'm trying to be like what things were really cool that i did do like I feel like because for me, it's felt very overwhelming and very fast, it's going to be easy for me to be like, oh, I feel like I've been very anxious this whole time, but I've also felt very happy. And I've also, you know, got to witness a lot of really cool things like my dad getting married and my best friend getting married and also just little things that I've been working on in terms of like business and just travel and making memories with friends, making memories with like the people that you love. So then when I go and look at the things that I didn't get to focus as much as I guess I would have liked to on, like catching for instance, like I've gotten to work on catching and I've gotten to write some of catching, but I definitely thought I would be further along in that project at this point of the year. And looking at that, it would be super easy for me to get down and be like, oh, like that sucks. I really want to be further along with this. But because I'm also aware of all of these amazing things that I've been involved in and just like that my time has been soaked up in, it makes that project now feel like something I can go into now that these other things are over. You know, I think at the beginning of the year, a big issue that I was having was that I was trying to balance too many plates at once. And it's okay to like look at the things that you haven't gotten to touch yet and know that you did the best you could and you had to put that plate down for a while. And even if now is not a good time to pick it up, you know that you can also postpone it into like next year. Like our time is not limited just to 2019 either. So there's going to be some things that we're going to start to purge. We're going to think like this goal, we thought it would serve us this year and maybe it just isn't the right time. Let's try and plant it in 2020 or plant it in 2021. And that just like frees you up to be like, okay, this isn't a no, this is never going to happen. This is a, 
this year is a bit different or my life is going in a different way that I maybe could have thought or could have planned for. And so it's okay for me to like say that this is something I'm still interested in, just not a priority right now. And doing that too, that's going to minimize and just like simplify all of our to-do lists, all of our calendars into a way that stops feeling like we're so rigid and like so just stuck on the things that we thought was going to happen or the things that we thought needed to happen. And instead, we're kind of open and flowing with what is naturally progressing that we're able to kind of tune into and flow with. I recently listened to a podcast that talked a lot about how when you're setting goals and you're basically wanting to take a path or take a direction in life to look at it in terms of threes instead of in terms of like, you know, one. So one solid year. Instead, you would look at three solid years. And I feel like looking at life bigger picture, even though we're doing a 2019 check-in like six months into the year, I feel like going at it too, thinking, okay, again, this could happen in 2020, 2021, or even 2022. Doing that is also a really healthy way to take a lot of the pressure off. Okay. I know for me anyways, that I get really excited about the things that I want to do. And I feel like we are a generation that is very inspired. We are constantly surrounded by really good examples and really good inspiration. I feel like our world right now is very creative. Everybody's finding ways to basically express themselves in ways that are most true to them. And that might be completely different from one person to another. One person might like making podcasts and YouTube videos. Well, there's another person that loves to cook and create food. And that in a way is kind of like two different translations of the same thing, which is just passion. We're a really passionate generation. And so I think because of that, we get really passionate about our goals and we get really passionate about the direction that we want to take with our lives. And that can sometimes get out of hand and the weight can be, you know, distributed wrong and it can turn from passion into pressure really easily. So zooming out and being like, okay, I don't need to get this done in 2019. I can start chipping away at this maybe, but it's okay to maybe do this three years from now or two years from now. For me, that sometimes is hard and I struggle with that because I also too am prone to sometimes procrastinating. So I feel like I need to feel like it's planned or mapped or put on my calendar somewhere so I don't forget it. But then at the same time, that's kind of where like bullet journaling comes in, like really helpful and handy for me because using my bullet journal, I can be like, here's my three-year plan. I'm putting this down somewhere. I'm not going to forget this. I'm going to be able to come back and reference this, but now it's out of my mind. So a lot of the goals that I maybe started 2019 with are goals that I'm starting to think, okay, I don't necessarily need to get this done this year. I'm going to push this into next year and it's no longer weighted or sitting on my mind. And doing all of this, I feel like is a really healthy kind of like detox way to dip into readjusting our calendars and like readjusting the things that we really do want to accomplish in 2019 with, I guess, a more simplistic approach or maybe a more realistic approach, rational approach, if you will. So now that we've done all of like the deep diving into what we maybe want to get back into or put on our calendars or maybe push to a later date, it's all about now taking that and then readjusting with your calendar or the schedule that you have going right now and trying to basically weed out what you don't need and put down onto the calendar what you do need. I don't know why I'm 
so rambly today, okay? Why don't we take a quick break and then when we jump back in, we'll get right into how to make all of the proper adjustments. Okay, so going back into my bullet journal, I decided to look at the goals and the things that I said I wanted to do at the beginning of 2019. And there's a few things that I feel like I've actually am quite surprised. I think I dipped into it more than I really thought I would have. But then there's just some goals that I wrote down in here that I just did not get to at all. For instance, becoming like a digital artist, I really wanted to get like one of those just iPad pros this year and really just honker down on sketching graphics because I used to be someone that liked to sketch in like sketchbooks, but I feel like it could actually be such a good tool to have and also just such a good way to like de-stress and relax to just like make art on a tablet. I don't know why. It just feels like this impulse thing that I I wanted to do and I kind of planted it at the beginning of the year. Now, that is something that I just like never got to dip fully into. I never really got around to making the purchase of like the tools I would need and then just doing the proper research into like how to actually get going. And that's just one of those things that I kept thinking like, oh, next Sunday, I'm going to look into that. Next Sunday, I'm going to look into that. And I guess that is one of those goals that I'm kind of learning to be okay with letting go of this year. Maybe it will happen. Maybe it won't. But it's one of those things that is just such not a priority in my life, even though it's something that I think would be totally fun to do. And then there's other goals too that I've had that have fallen under codes that again, I feel like as much as I wish that it was further along in that journey, I know exactly where I want to take things, but I also know that it's taking a little bit more time than I could have ever anticipated or imagined. And that feeling itself too, just being like, okay, I have to be okay with this. Like I have to just work with what I have right now. And each day just like chip away at this big thing that you're trying to create. And I feel like, okay, I know that we keep on talking about how the whole zooming out and doing the three years instead of one year, but that is so important too, is that when you're building a masterpiece out of your life, you can't do that in a year. It can be like a common thing or like a common wish sometimes I think for all of us when we're feeling a little off or uncentered or unbalanced to think that we can do these like get happy quick schemes, you know, these like, oh, change your life around in a month, change your life around in a week, change your life around in a Sunday just day even. And while I think that those are important to get us motivated and inspired to really like get up off our butts, sorry, and just like get moving, I think that that can also plant this little seed in our minds that change can happen really quickly. But if you want good change, like if we want real change, if we want the kind of change that's going to make us into the people that we know we really want to become, like who we are striving to be, like the best absolute version of ourselves, that's going to take more than just a year. That's going to take slowly working away and kind of like working on ourselves in a way that isn't over picking at ourselves either, because we don't need to overcorrect so much. We don't need to be so aware of all of the things that we might think we need to work on. We just need to work on one thing at a time. And that one thing at a time will make it so that you master each of those one things and then you move on to the next thing. And that's going to take years to do and to perfect. It's hard to because I feel like it gets so easy for us to assume that everybody else has it nailed. Everybody else has that balance or just seems like they're crushing it. It seems like they're killing it. And like, why can't we feel that way? But it's so easy to get lost in the image of things rather than how people are truly feeling. And I feel like a lot of the times you end up meeting people where you think that they are just like, totally having it all together. And then you realize that we're all just so human and everybody's like struggling with something somewhere or working on finding that balance or finding themselves in a way. And when you kind of learn that, or you just like remind yourself that even it gets a lot easier for us to feel like it's okay to slow down the change, like slow down the need to do so much and accomplish so much. And instead just be like, I'm going to work on this and I'm just going to like zone in on this. And this is one 
I want the rest of this year to be. And that makes things so much easier and so much less stressful and just like less pressure, less go, 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 less of a race and more of like a marathon. I have a big problem with like weeding out things that just like no longer serve me, especially when it comes to goals. And I feel like ever since I've taken the more like year approach rather than month approach, it's become a lot easier for me to not necessarily be like, this isn't going to serve me. It's just that this doesn't need to serve me right now. This can serve me in three years. This can serve me even in five years, but it doesn't need to serve me here. And now it's something that I know I want. It's something that I would love to put on the board and just like hope would come true one day, but it's just like not a now thing. And that I think has been like a much healthier approach, at least for me to go into taking things off of my to-do list rather than adding more things on. In a weird way, I'm kind of noticing too that that's kind of part of the more and more I've been looking into minimalism, I feel like that's maybe where I'm getting that inspiration from is to just like minimize the big goals into like bigger categories, but know exactly what you're trying to focus on at any given time, even within the year. The blessing of knowing that it is July 1st is that we still have half of this year left to go. So just as much time that has just passed, we have still completely in front of us. And that makes it so that like, no matter where you feel like you're at this year, you can still make some like quality moves. You can still make some big strides into whatever direction you really want to and still see yourself in a relatively different place by December 31st. Just because it's not January 1st doesn't mean that we can't like wipe off our boards and even start fresh too. Like if you didn't even feel like you felt really drawn to many goals at the beginning of January. I feel like that was a big thing that happened kind of for me even. I feel like as December was drawing closer and closer to January, the more I was trying to just put goals down on a board or put goals down on a bullet journal, the more it just felt like it wasn't really connecting with me. And it was because I didn't really know how this year was going to go. Now that I'm six months in, I feel like I'm well more attuned to basically – know what direction I really do want to start walking in now because some of the dust has settled. Some of the pieces are starting to fall into place. And I feel like I just know better out of where my life kind of cocktail is going than I did back in January. So just because it's not January doesn't mean that we can't be like, okay, this is how I want to go. Or maybe you don't even want to take any of the goals you started the year with and you just want to start completely fresh. That's totally cool too. The idea here is that you want to look at your life more objectively, aka stop judging yourself for what you deem to be like good or bad and the things that you want to see happen for yourself and the things that you don't want to see happen for yourself, but instead see everything that's already happened as part of the guided path that's getting you to where you need to be going. And then turn instead of the hope for change, the hope into what you have now and work with it. That little mindset shift, I think when we stop hoping or wishing for different or better and instead wish for what we have, it opens the opportunities for what we have to grow into something totally different or totally way more just like attuned and meant for us the opportunity for that to happen when we open ourselves up in that way is just so much more substantial. Like we learn so much more about ourselves. We learn so much more of what we're capable of and we open up just so many opportunities to come knocking at our door. To tie this into an example for writing catching, it's one of those things that I wish I was way further along in, but with all the weddings and like the deadlines and just like projects where there's people waiting on me, I haven't had as much personal time to set aside for it. And learning to be okay with that, I also know that the times that I have sat down and worked on it, I'm so tuned into it because of the weird ebb and flow that's different from the way I wrote catcher. It's like I sit down and I can go for two or three hours rather than doing those short 45-minute doses every single day. And it's kind of creating this new 
flow, I guess you might say, or just like, I guess a writing flow for me that I'm not used to, but it's also at the same time, it makes so much sense. Every time I walk away from it, I'm like, wow, I feel like I like accomplished a lot in that little time. And I feel like that little piece of the story wouldn't have come out if I didn't write it like specifically on this day. And that has been very interesting, I think, because I'm normally somebody that needs to be a little bit more routine with things. I need to know what day I'm doing what, or it feels like I'm never going to get to it. But instead having this catching instead of being like, hey, this is a must-do work goal. It's kind of become a go-to personal goal. So when I do sit down to write in my spare time, I'm just like totally submersed into it. And it's feeling a little bit more fun than something I need to do. And that is something that would not have happened if I wasn't so busy this year. Like I wouldn't be able to, you know, take these random days where I just like punch out big, just chunks of it because I'd be trying to work on it every single day, like every single morning and just like dipping into it every day and kind of burning it out in that way. Does that make sense? But now that I'm moving into the second part of the year, like I know for the next two months, I'm not doing a lot of traveling. And even though a lot of the things that were basically going to be busy this year have now passed, I'm getting into a point now where I'm like, okay, I can start routining my days again. And that is a, a very fun feeling for me because I love a good routine. I love travel, but I also love being home for the sake of a good routine. So now I'm like where I'm at with things like catching, but also where I'm at with just work in general, it's going to start falling back into something that's a bit more like my old style of how I used to work. And it's just really fun to even play around with that, knowing how you could have one routine that completely worked for you at the beginning of the year and have a whole new routine going into the second half of the year. Things like that I find so fun because you're just making little tiny shifts and adjustments and, you know, course correcting almost in a way and like moving around your dream board and kind of working into it. You're making this whole masterpiece out of your life as you go. You're not just setting something at the beginning of a year and then just being so gung-ho and holding onto it so tightly that you're not kind of allowing life to form itself. And I find for me that like if I try and go at life that way, it causes a lot more motivation and inspiration in little pockets of places that I wouldn't have necessarily found it if I was so just stuck in believing it had to be a certain way. So for me anyways, going through like my bullet journal and planning out the second half of this year, I'm trying to look at it less of like a what sucked so far and what haven't I gotten to do? What what do I need to fix this year or like the second half of this year? Instead, it's kind of like a let's keep this momentum going. Like let's keep pushing towards like we're on our way to where we're already going. It's all happening according to plan. And now we can kind of have a little fun with it and get things kind of sparked back up a bit, make a couple adjustments. And then just basically, I feel like for me, I feel like I'm kind of in the mindset of like putting my blinders back on and just getting right back into, I'm trying to think of a specific perfect word that would describe the mood I feel right now. It's just gist. It's just gist. It's all I can think of is just gisting, you know, just literally the whole getting your shit together. I feel like the second half of 2019 is going to feel like the longest, most blissful, amazing getting your shit together Sunday that there ever was. So one of my bigger goals that I've actually been working on with Coes is I really want to start getting into sharing a lot more of the things that I put in like my bullet journal and stuff. It's just like a random thing that I've just been super into. I feel like one of the things I've been Pinteresting a lot is like 
bullet journal layouts and just, I'm so in love with my bullet journal right now. It's become one of my happy places. And so um, I'll share the bullet journal spread that I end up doing for my 2019 check-in on the All Things Co's Instagram. So if you guys want to check it out, you can totally do that. All you have to do is go to the All Things Co's. That's literally the Insta. But basically this is what I'm doing for my 2019 check-in in terms of like subcategories on that layout in case you guys kind of want to do your own. You totally don't have to do this in a bullet journal. You can even just I guess as I'm saying these questions out loud, like you could answer them right here and now and just have your check in here. But I mean, either way, the bigger picture things that I'm trying to check into for 2019 are where this year I felt the happiest and where maybe I felt the lowest because I think that it can be really good and really kind of like detoxifying in a way to actually check in on the bad times too, because it's okay to have bad times. We don't always have to feel happy. We don't always have to feel like everything's going perfect and only focus on where we think things were going perfect. There is a balance. I mean, at least I feel like there is for me when I check in on times where I maybe wasn't as happy and times where I have been really happy. The easiest way I find to do that is to go through my like journal journal where I like write out every day. And so there are times too, like throughout the week that I notice I won't journal. And so even that is interesting to me. But most of the times I'll notice that like within a given week, I journal at least one to two times and I can see exactly where I was at at that point of the year. So going back from the beginning of January to now, I can kind of check in and see based on what I was writing, based on what I'm saying, like where I felt really happy and where I maybe felt a little lower. And now that it's been a few months since I've written these journal entries, I guess you might say, I guess you would say actually, because I did write them. Um, Looking back on them now, I can be like, oh, I feel like maybe I was super emotional at that point, but I wasn't seeing things as clearly. And now that my head is out of those clouds, I'm able to look back and be like, oh, this is actually what was going on there. Like this maybe it was what was contributing to me feeling happier at this point or whatever. And so doing it that way, I'm then able to kind of like pull out point forms, what made me feel happiest and what was maybe contributing to feeling a little lower. And then from there, I feel like it's really easy to kind of dip into what things have you already learned. Like we're already six months into a year. There's already so many lessons, even if they're small little ones, like I learned that I need to drink more water or get more sleep. Those are such important little things that we can take into the second half of the year and little bits or just like knowledge, just little pieces of knowledge that we can be like, oh, this is interesting. Maybe if I slept a little more, I would have an overall like more calm, less anxiety ridden day, you know? And so it's kind of fun in a way, I think, doing check-ins like this because you kind of look at your life and yourself as an experiment. It's like, what little minor shifts and adjustments can I make to make my overall experience of life more joyful? Because really at the end of the day, that's kind of the objective here. Another important thing that I feel like is really good to check in on is what has made the most impact on you or who has made the most impact on your life so far this year. Looking at that too, you're kind of becoming aware of who you're spending your time around and like who's filling your cup, like who's making you feel feel inspired? Who is there supporting you? Who are your cheerleaders? Who are you cheerleading for? Like, who are you stepping up for? Who are you showing up for? And who is basically on your team? That is such an important element, I think, of life that we can sometimes overlook or overstep because, again, I get our generation is so ambitious that sometimes we think like we just need to chase our dreams. But it's also about cheering on the people that you love and their dreams too and being their cheerleaders and experiencing their wins with them so that when you win, you have people there experiencing your wins with you too. There's nothing wrong with being ambitious. I just feel like when ambition turns into like a solo, just 
tunnel vision on what you think you need to feel successful and happy, we can sometimes forget the simple things like having people that you love beside you. That is in a lot of ways success and happiness and love. And there are also people that are going to be there to celebrate the wins and hold your hand through the losses, you know? So I feel like that was a big thing to just add into my check-in is like what and who has made the most impacts. And by what, I mean like events. Like if there's like a birthday party or a wedding or something that you went to that was just like this impacted my life. And then you just kind of like take a little look at that and just be like aware of the people that you maybe want to spend more time with, you know? I feel like another thing too with checking in on the year is asking like where you felt most inspired and on your A game. Because I know that there's times where I notice where it doesn't matter what I'm doing in that given day, but I feel most on my A game when I'm doing like yoga. And so it's like, I could be having any kind of day, even the worst day ever, but I'm not feeling that way when I'm doing yoga. So like, where do you feel the most tuned in? Where do you feel the most yourself? And then that again is such helpful knowledge going into the second half of the year, because it's like, okay, maybe I want to spend more time and focus or, you know, build a routine a little bit more around my yoga rather than building a routine around like my morning chapters or my morning reading or whatever. But anywhere that you feel most inspired and just like most just in the flow of life, like I feel like that's the best way to put it. You just feel like you're like, but I don't know where I'm going. I was just about to go on a weird butter metaphor, but I'm going to bring it back really quickly and just say that basically where do you feel most magical. Like where in your life do you feel just attuned? Checking in like this and just becoming aware of these little questions and I guess these reflections, it turns into knowledge. And all of the experiences that you've had, whether you think that they've been good or bad or stressful or overwhelming or maybe like underwhelming, maybe you're kind of like this year has been a little boring. No matter what experience you feel like you've already had this year, it's generating knowledge and knowledge is going to be your superpower. So take your experience and just see what you can learn from it. See what you can take from it, the good, the bad, all of it. Tell yourself that that's all you could have ever hoped for because it is what it is. Like it already is here and then work with it and use that knowledge to be like, okay, so this is where I need to maybe fill up this cup with a little bit more of attention and time and effort and energy. And I need to start pulling from these cups where I'm putting a lot of my time, effort and energy, but I'm not really getting as much that I need, or I'm not really like, you know, seeing an outcome that I want to see. And you can kind of just do that little balance and that readjustment then to either make your year better or to keep going on the role you're already on. If you feel like your year has been great. If you were to like open your phone, like actually just open it up, go onto your camera roll, go into Instagram, go into Facebook. I don't know. Does anyone even still use Facebook? I still use Facebook, but like very rarely. Also, sorry, just opened up Instagram and Taylor Swift posted a fire selfie. Um, But scroll back all the way to January and actually look at where you were because I feel like it can be really easy to forget how much has actually happened until you see the physical proof. And that is one beautiful thing I will say about social media is that when you're constantly posting things, you have so much to look back on and that's such a blessing. So if you go back and look, like I'm looking at the picture I posted on January 1st, like my hair was brown guys. Like that, I totally kind of forgot that I started the year with brunette hair. And so knowing that even, it's just like, wow, okay, the first six months, there's been a lot that's happened till now. And so even if you feel like you are underwhelmed or you're not feeling like you're having the best year ever, there's still so much time to turn it around. Look how much has changed from January 1st to July 1st. Now you get to do that all over again. And again, if you are feeling like you are having a good time, like 
you know, 2019 has been a good thrive, then you could do it all over again in a way that's just like round two. Basically, it's just a matter of where you want to see yourself come fall and winter. And how do you want to feel? What do you want to be doing? Like, were there things that you wanted to put your time into that you haven't been able to yet? Were there things that you have been putting your time into that are already paying off for you and you want to keep filling or like feeding that part of your garden? Whatever it is, write it down, picture it, you know, make any kind of visual representation of it, you know, put it your foam background is something that makes you feel that sense of energy that you picture yourself feeling when you get to how you are trying to live out, I guess, the rest of 2019, or maybe even just the direction you want to start taking your life. Just start channeling those energies and start making those shifts and adjustments. And the second half of the year can quite literally be the best year still of our entire lives or experience of life, I guess, up until this point. I have a weird feeling that 2020 is going to be just one of those years that everybody thrives. And 2019 is just like these finer discomfort, almost like you're being like pushed into an out of comfort zone area so that we can move into what 2020 is bringing all of us. But that also doesn't mean that 2019 can't still be a killer fun year. Like so much good stuff has already happened. There's still more good to come. And at the end of the day, it's all experience. And like we've already discussed, that turns to knowledge and knowledge is power. So that's my take on checking in on 2019. I want to hear what you guys think. Feel free to tweet or Instagram me and just let me know where has your 2019 taken you so far and what are you guys going to be working on the second half of the year? I'm really, really excited for this summer. Again, like I mentioned, I'm not traveling anywhere. So I, I plan on staying just nice and cozy here in the city, watching Shark Week when it comes on, watching Stranger Things, working on catching and just like cooling off and absorbing and just like building up new energy to just go into Utober. Honestly, that's like the big, I'm super excited for fall this year. I love summer and I'm really sorry if you feel like I'm rushing it but I'm excited for all this year. <laughs> anyway, aside from that, I'm going to stop rambling and talk to you guys all next Monday. And yeah, I hope you guys all have a wonderful day. Bye guys.